0: I'm sorry.
1: Welcome back to Over Here, the podcast from Outside in Music. My name is Nick Finzer, and today we are chatting with a fantastic trombonist from New Orleans, Mark Mullins, and he is one of the founding members of a group with a now a twenty-year pedigree that's Bonorama. And I first heard about them when I was in high school as a young trombonist. And a little bit of trivia uh, for anyone that's keeping track: uh, when I was in Rochester, still at Eastman, had a band that was kind of formed based around the model of Bonorama, and that was called the Po' Boys Brass Band, and uh, so I've had a lot of experience playing music similar to the stuff that Bonorama does, but there's nothing quite like a New Orleans funk band from New Orleans doing their thing, and I'm excited that we were able to feature one of their tracks on our Spotify playlists, so if you haven't checked out the Spotify playlists yet, You can head on over there and take a listen to all the great music that's being compiled by some of our staff here at Outside In Music. So without further ado, I want to get into this conversation with the great trombonist, Mark Mullins.
0: Mark, thanks so much for joining us today. I wanted to give you a call and talk a little bit because we were able to feature one of your tracks uh, from Bonorama's latest album, Hot Like Fire, on a Best of October playlist on Outside In Music's uh, Spotify channel, and we wanted to take a little time to have our listeners get to know you and get to know the band and get to know some of the the music uh, and the story of this record. So if you could, take a a minute to introduce yourself to everyone that maybe doesn't know who you are uh, and uh, say hello.
2: Hey, Nick. Thank you for having me on. Uh, My name is Mark Mullins. Uh, I live in New Orleans. I play trombone, and I'm uh, a co-founder of 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 a brass funk rock band down here called bonorama we're in our 20th year and craig klein and i we used to play in harry connick jr's band and the big band and uh, we both put this together uh, about 20 years ago and all we did was we, we just wanted to call up some trombone players and put something together that would be a little bit different that would feature the trombone uh because we just felt especially at that time this is you know before trombone shorty was real big and before Big Sam and all the other New Orleans folks we just thought there needed to be a little bit more spotlight on the on the trombone you know this is mostly Craig's idea he came to me with it when we were off uh, from a break and I was like man let's do it <laughs> so we we started started playing we played all sorts of different kind of music at first we did cover songs we did like Meters songs with all trombones and, and sousaphone guitar and drums. And then we started doing some rock stuff and Frankenstein, Edgar Winter, and Zeppelin. We still do Zeppelin and we still do a lot of cover stuff, but we write a lot of our own. And so now with this new record you're talking about, it's, it's called Hot Like Fire. It's our seventh album. It's, uh, it's a lot of original material, mostly instrumental. There's still a couple covers on there. We'll always, that'll always be a part of what we do, um, but we're really, really excited about this. It's our first record on Basin Street Records out of New Orleans, who we really have been fond of for years, and finally partnered up with them. Just, just great people. So we're, we're psyched. We're very, very excited about the record.
0: Yeah, I mean, it sounds great. Just like all the rest of them. I mean, I've known about you guys for a long time as a trombone player myself, and. Uh And, uh, you know, so I'm interested to know, how have you guys managed to keep the band together and going and touring for so long? It's it's your 20th year. Some bands can barely stay together for two or three. (laughs) (laughs)
2: It it can be hard, especially with with this kind of a group. It's it's some really special musicians from New Orleans. I mean, Matt Perrine on sousaphone. Of course, Craig, he plays in the, the Jazz Vipers and a lot of other groups around town. Um we all do some different things but Bonerama has become like our main focus and priority. We want to see that survive and and continue on because when we take it out of town it's just so much fun to bring this kind of brand of New Orleans music. It's not really even pure New Orleans music, but what we feel we feel there's something that we do to it that that somehow puts some kind of a new New Orleans stamp on it. And when you bring that out of town and bring it to people in St. Louis, Chicago, and New York, and wherever, it's really exciting to see the response. So we all want to see it keep going so we do as much as we can to, to stay committed to, to the calendar as best we can and, and and try to just keep it going. Everyone gets along well. It's a good bunch of guys, you know, and I think there's like a mutual respect at least, at least, i I do, you know, for for all the guys in the band, because everybody brings something different to the table, and uh, it's a it's a real nice. I, this is going to sound corny, but it's like a <laughs> a musical gumbo of of uh, of players in, in this one band, and that's that's really kind of how it is.
0: And I know, I think you touched on something, you know, important, and I, and I feel like. Not every city has that kind of power to, that translates so nicely when it leaves and it's even more, maybe even more effective out of town than in town. You know, you think about, you know, great like modern jazz stuff coming out of New York, like drummers have a certain kind of vibe. And so I'm wondering what it is about, you know, the musical sensibility of you guys from New Orleans that when you, you know, when you're there, maybe people take it for granted, but when you leave, there's something about the music that's so strong, uh, that you might be able to pick out.
2: Well, I, I think you know there's a long history of, of music from here. I mean, go, going back to the origins of jazz and, and and all the stuff that's happened down here musically. And no matter what kind of music you play, you just have to respect that deeply because it's not like a huge metropolis like you know New York or say it's, or L.A. I mean, it's a, it's a medium-sized city, medium to small-sized city maybe even. And for all that stuff to have happened here and still is is happening here it's pretty mind-blowing. And as a musician from here, we just don't take it for granted. We we really appreciate the history and respect it. And I'm still learning about it. You know, it's like, it seems like it's never ending, like what you can learn about what's happened in this city musically in the last hundred years. Uh, it's really special stuff. And I think we recognize most New Orleans music fans recognize it, that it's kind of a special spot. You know, this stuff doesn't happen in every city. And so, I think that spirit, you know, of just appreciating and loving this music, no matter what kind of it is, translates uh, into everything that Morland's musicians play. Because it's just everyone's just psyched to be down here doing it.
0: Yeah, and so I now kind of switch gears just a little bit here. And I know you said this is your seventh record, and it's your first on Basin Street. And have you guys always been on a label uh, your whole time, or have you kind of kind of moved around? a little bit.
2: We've pretty much just tried to release them on our own, you know, as as just keep it in-house as much as possible because that way, you know, we could kind of call the shots on what kind of music we wanted to do, what kind of covers we would pick without having to really be, you know, without having any restrictions. And we found that that's served as well up to a point, and we just got to a point now with this one where we're like, we should really try to find some more After 20 years, you know, after six records, and we're building, you know, a group of people around the country that are starting to become aware of the group, we should try to get some more muscle behind the the push on on this one. (laughs) And it's been great because Lisa Street is so, you know, they're they're based in New Orleans. They know New Orleans music. Uh, They know, I've known Mark uh, Samuels, who's in charge of it all, uh, for about 20 years as well. He was starting the label 20 years ago when we were starting our band. I'd seen a Kinko's in the middle of the night doing press for his label, and I'd be working on press for the for Bonorama or Flyers or something, you know. Uh, and uh, I've always admired what he does. So uh, it, it just seemed like a good time to, to pair up with him, and it's been, it's been great for us. It's already the reach that the record has gotten and the, the attention it's gotten it's been it's been so far above what we could do on our own. And Mark's very, very, you know, he lets the artist be hands-on and lets us do what we do. If he's got anything to say, it's going to make sense. It's not going to be the wrong thing. It'll be the right thing. <laughs> so we we really liking it. Everything's going great with that.
0: Awesome. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, you know, a lot of our listeners are a lot, a lot of times musicians and maybe doing some of their own music. And I was wondering, I mean, you probably have, tons and tons of experience at this point uh putting out seven records and many of them on your own but if you could think back maybe to the first few and when you're trying to get the records together at the beginning and like what maybe were some of the challenges to getting that first record out or second record out that you might be able to share some advice for some musicians that are thinking about doing that
2: yeah, I mean this is you know our first and second and third records and all that was like that's before Facebook, that's before the explosion of the social media. So
0: mm-hmm.
2: on one hand, that on one hand that's good because it was like a little bit easier to get people to pay attention to stuff. Now because of <laughs> information overload everywhere, it's almost like it's it's good because you have a chance on getting your stuff out to the world. But so does everybody else, and everyone else is chattering up, up stuff as well, you know, and it's just, that's just what it is. So it's just a new time now. It's harder to get through the 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 clutter you know of, of, of noise out there to say, "Hey, you know, pay attention to this if you can for a minute. Uh, you can put your phone down for a second, just listen to 10 seconds of the song. It just used to not quite be like that, but um so when we started out, it was a little bit easier. Also, for us down here, we have a a big advantage, and a lot of cities have small radio stations, community radio stations that will play the stuff, but again, we're extremely proud of our local station, WWOZ, who does just a tremendous job for local musicians and local bands. You know, it's the kind of thing, I I walked in there and I said, you might know me, I played, at that time I played with George Porter Jr., and I said, if you'd give this a chance or maybe consider playing a track or two off, or we'd be really grateful. We're just starting out. You know, it's got these guys. And they knew some of the musicians. And they were extremely supportive, you know, and and and, and they are with, with so much music down here. And so that instantly got it onto the ears of New Orleans music listeners. Um, and then at other stations around the country, Started doing the same thing. We would pick it up at the community stations, but it can be hard, you know. You, as, as far as speaking to other musicians that might be listening, if you're wondering how to get that first start, it, you know, for us, it was like I, I'd, I'd be in a hotel room at the end of nights, on the early on on these trips, looking at the guys saying, I, "We didn't, you know, we didn't make anything," <laughs> it, mm-hmm. and, and I said, "This is what we want to do." this is where we want to be in a few months. This is why we're here doing this. Are you with me? Are you in? You know, and all you can do is just try to work as hard as you can lead by example as best you can do what you say you're going to do. And and hopefully they'll stay with you. And, you know, we've got a really good bunch of guys that just kind of believed in the whole idea. And it's been, it's been a little bit of a fun ride. I got to say it's been cool.
0: Yeah, well, that's I mean that's great advice I think for people at any any stage uh, in their musical career. But uh, so what else is coming up for the band? I think I see some dates on your uh, on the website, some dates coming up. or what else is happening with you guys?
2: Yeah, um, we're going to be uh, in uh, Washington D.C. over New Year's Eve uh, doing a two-night. Run there at the Hamilton, which is a place we love to play, it's like two blocks from the White House it's like right down there in the middle of everything um and then we have we're gonna be in Florida, I believe in January, and we just try to stay out you know we're not out constantly, but we we try to go out from time to time but we have a couple of other uh we've got a lot more material that's almost finished, and so one of one of the next things, probably the next thing i can I can mention is uh we have a Led Zeppelin record, an all Led Zeppelin material record. <laughs> that's <laughs> wow. almost finished. That's really exciting. Um, full length record and everything. So that we hope will be out sometime in 2018, not, not too far into 2018, hopefully, like maybe near the, the first half. And really right behind that, we still have about half of an album of material already done. That's pretty much ready. And, uh, we just want to go back in and, and, bring in some of the newer stuff that we've been writing there's always stuff coming in the pipeline it seems like material wise got matt perron i'm susan and he writes a lot great stuff um craig klein of course co-founder and and all they all we all have different styles you know i'll write some things myself i like to arrange a lot i'll kind of favor the rock stuff a, a little bit but um so we all bring in different things but when it comes together it's still got like that bonorama stamp on it and uh it's 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 nice so we try to keep try to keep new stuff coming in all the time
0: amazing and i know you guys are usually pretty busy on the summer festival circus so i'm sure people will be able to find you find you guys out there at some point uh in 2018 so what's the best yep. place for people to go to kind of connect with you and connect with the band and, and keep track of what you guys are up to
2: Sure, you can find us at Basin Street Records, of course. Since we just started with them, but but our our website for the band is bonoramabrass.com, dot dot com, and we're on Twitter at bonorama, Facebook uh, bonorama music, and uh, Instagram. We're on all that stuff as well, so it's it's pretty easy to find. It's just if you're going to the website, just make sure you do bonorama brass. Okay.
0: They- Appreciate it.
2: Sorry, I lost you there at the end, Nick. Sorry about that.
0: Oh sorry, I was just saying thank you so much for talking today. I really appreciate you taking some time.
2: Man, thank you. Thank you for having us. And uh we hope to see y'all after somewhere on the Bonorama train.
1: <laughs> Sounds good, man. Have a good night.
2: You too. Thank you, Nick.
1: All right. Bye bye that was mark mullins from bonorama and we featured their track bad dog from their brand new album hot like fire on our spotify playlist so if you haven't checked those out go ahead on over to spotify and if you haven't seen all of the great records that are coming out on outside of music lots of videos uh, make sure you're following us on youtube on facebook and of course on instagram and all the other places where you can also find bonorama and probably almost every band in the world at this point so we really appreciate you guys being here and appreciate you listening Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode so thanks for listening and we'll talk to you then